What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Thursday, July 8th. I'm Gideon Resnick. And I'm Travel Anderson in for Akil Hughes. And this is What a Day, the news podcast. It's not afraid to talk about how we are all spending 80% of our days with our wet shirts clinging to our backs. Yes, I am utterly disgusted and somebody needs to turn the sun off. Yeah, that's the easiest solution for climate change as well. So I think we all win. (laughs) On today's show, Texas state Republicans start a special session today for a do over on some controversial bills that they were not able to pass. Plus, we'll have headlines. But first, the latest with political turmoil in Haiti. These are, quote unquote, mercenaries. Um, We're still trying to figure out who they were, who hired them, what's the motive behind all of this. Um, And yes, the president was, quote unquote, wounded, uh, mortally wounded, but he is he is dead. That's Miami Herald reporter Jacqueline Charles speaking to CBS about Haiti's president, Jovenel Moise, who was assassinated in his home early Wednesday morning. Yeah. Wow. So this is developing. But what are the details that we need to know about right now? According to reports, a squad of roughly 40 to 50 gun people raided the private residence of President Moise overnight, killing him and critically wounding his wife. The current interim prime minister, Claude Joseph, is calling for an international investigation after authorities have declared a, quote, state of siege in the country and closed its international airport. According wow. to Boshit Edmund, the Haitian ambassador to the United States, the attack was carried out by foreign mercenaries and professionals killers who masqueraded as agents of the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration. As you can imagine, the DEA confirmed that the gun people were not representatives of the organization, and the country's (laughs) communications secretary said yesterday that police arrested multiple suspects behind the assassination, but have not yet offered any more details as of our recording. And in a statement, U.S. President Joe Biden condemned the killing and said, quote, the United States offers condolences to the people of Haiti, and we stand ready to assist as we continue to work for a safe and secure Haiti. Yeah, so a lot going on, to say the least. And before this, Moise had been president for four years, but his time in office had been rocked by quite a bit of conflict. Very much so. So he was elected to a five-year presidential term in 2016, but due to contentions over election results, which hits a little too close to home, Mm -hmm. he (laughs) did not actually take office until a year later. It is for that reason that President Moise believed he was entitled to another year in power. Obviously, the opposition in Haiti rejected that claim. And last February, when opponents say his term was actually supposed to end, they named an interim president. Moise, however, called it a coup attempt and arrested 23 people involved. 
since. There's been a number of protests for that, which are in addition to prior demonstrations by upset citizens who've taken to the streets in recent years over a number of other concerns. The country's spiraling inflation rate, the lack of safe drinking water, ongoing environmental degradation, and increased food scarcity. Not to mention allegations of corruption and ongoing questions from citizens as to the whereabouts of millions of dollars in aid the country received following the 2010 earthquake from which they have yet to fully rebound. Meanwhile, gang violence has been on the rise, displacing many Haitians from the capital of Port-au-Prince. There is so much here, not to mention the country's history as it relates to various conflicts. We'll link to a story in our show notes so you can get all that context if you please. Yeah, and with Moise's death, that presumably leaves a power vacuum of sorts. So what happens next year? Inquiring minds definitely would like to know, but right Mm -hmm. now, so much is unclear and up in the air. Interim Prime Minister Claude Joseph was supposed to step down on Monday. Given the current circumstances, it's believed that he may stay in the role in hopes of maintaining some sort of stability. There obviously is also fear that this current news might just make way for more gang violence throughout the country. For Mm -hmm. now, the U.S. has helped the nation by shuttling its first lady, Martine Moise, to Miami for treatment on a call between top state department officials and congressional lawmakers. The idea to appoint a special envoy to Haiti to monitor the political situation was floated by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Hmm. That's the news from Haiti. But Gideon, for this next story, we're going to Texas. Mm, We love going. Uh, So today, lawmakers in Texas are returning for a special legislative session. The state's Republican Governor Greg Abbott announced this recent list of agenda items that the state did not pass during the regular session, which just ended. But a lot of those items are basically tailor-made to appeal to conservatives and maybe even perhaps boost Abbott's credentials for a possible presidential run down the road. I'm exhausted already and can Mm -hmm. probably guess some of the (laughs) kinds of things we're hinting at here. But let's zero in on one of the biggest to watch, which is voting rights. Yeah. So, I mean, this has been a long-running project for Texas Republicans, arguably Republicans across the entire country. But in this case, as a quick refresher, in May, Republicans in the Texas state legislature tried to pass a bill called SB7. It failed to advance back then, and it would have outlawed a number of things. It was very, very restrictive. For example, it would have banned drive through voting and 24-hour voting, which were used in Harris County last year. Read Houston, read more and more Democratic voters. The bill would have also limited Sunday early voting, which was a move seen by many as targeting predominantly black voters participating in what is often called souls to the polls. SB7 would have also made it easier for a judge to overturn an election if there were allegations of voter fraud with less evidence and would have made it a felony for public officials to send absentee ballot applications unsolicited. So yikes. I'm saying would have in this context because there was this walkout that happened from Texas Democrats that basically killed the bill at the time. Here's State Representative Chris Turner on the steps of the Texas Capitol from that night in May. They were prepared to cut us off and try to silence us. We were not going to let them do that. And that's why Democrats used the last tool available to us. We denied them the quorum that they need to pass this bill, and we killed that bill. So after Democrats stopped it that night, Republicans are just going ahead and hitting replay. Mm -hmm. That seems to be the case. Um, So we know that at least for now, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick said that two of the most controversial aspects are going to be gone when this law comes back in this special session. One is that delaying of the start time of Sunday early voting. 
and the other is the lowering of standards for overturning an election based on claims of fraud. These people are really evolving, you know, good for them. Uh, (laughs) But some Democrats in the Texas House told CBS News that while they had been able to work with Republicans to take out some of these worst provisions that we're talking about, they didn't rule out another walkout in the future. So we'll see how the bill ends up taking shape. And this effort to pass voting restrictions is happening as Republican legislators across the country have passed or are considering similar measures with a conservative majority Supreme Court making matters even worse. Mm-hmm. It's a great situation all around. So as we talked about on an episode last week, the U.S. Supreme Court upheld this set of Arizona voting restrictions. And one of the major concerns now is that the courts will not step in should states like Texas end up being successful in their efforts at passing similar laws. Already, the Justice Department has filed suit against Georgia over a restrictive voting law there that is based on its violation of Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act. But that is also what was at issue in the U.S. Supreme Court ruling. And at times, the DOJ has said that it's actually up to Congress to pass federal voting protections, and we know that just hasn't happened yet. These people are annoying, okay? (laughs) So in Texas, voting rights is just one of 11 topics that they'll cover in this special session, which could last up to 30 days. Unsurprisingly, targeting critical race theory is on the agenda, but what else? Mm, A bevy of wonderful items. So a bill that tried to make it harder for people to get out of jail on bond, uh, one that prohibits trans students in the state from being on sports teams that align with their gender identity, Another that would seek to protect Texans against social media, quote unquote, censorship. I am using the hardest hand quotations I've ever used in my life. (laughs) Um, And notably, when we look at this, not there is anything to fix the state's electrical grid, which failed dramatically in a winter storm earlier this year, killing many Texans and leaving millions without power. We're going to post a link to the full list in our show notes and return to some of these issues soon. But that is the latest for now. It's Thursday, Wad Squad, and for today's Temp Check, we are talking about a public health advisory you can dance to. It is the song Vax That Thang Up, which came out yesterday and sees the rapper Juvenile remixing his own 1999 classic Back That Thang Up to incorporate a pro-vaccine message. Profile picture looking tight, yeah. Nice, yeah. Got your bio reading right, yeah. Precise, yeah. But before you find a date, yeah, you gotta wait, yeah. Gotta go vaccinate, yeah. Get it straight, yeah. Girl, you look good. Want you fax that thing up. Use a handsome young brother. Want you fax that thing up. They in real life. You need to fax that thing up. Feeling freaky all night. You need to fax that thing up. All right. My life is forever changed. Uh, the <laughs> song also features a verse from Manny Fresh, who was on the original track, as well as Mia X from No Limit. It was put together by BLK, a dating app from Match Group specifically targeted at young black singles. So, Travel, my question for you. Have you heard this song before just now? And do you believe it is our first ever pro-vaccine banger? I won't tell you what I was doing this morning when I came across this track, but (laughs) it forever changed my day. It lifted my spirits. It is the bona fide first ever pro-vaccine banger. And it is the song of the summer as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I really think that Juvenile at this point is up there with the president in terms of, you know, making impact on potential vaccines. <laughs> like this is if we were, you know, hovering around like 60, 65 percent or whatever, it's going to be like 90 by tomorrow. 
I mean, just wonder if you're like on the dance floor twerking it out and you hear this song come on and for whatever reason you haven't gotten your vaccine, I think the subliminal messages would get you to go out and do what needs to be done. Yeah, I think that this is the answer that we've all been looking for. Um, Thank you to him for his service. And just like that, we've checked our temps. Stay safe. Play this song if you're going to go get vaccinated. And we'll be back after some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, (laughs) everyone's getting flowers. (laughs) Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, Books promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WAD. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. 
Over two weeks after the tragic collapse of a condo building in South Florida, officials in Surfside are calling off the search for survivors. Teams involved were told to transition to recovery efforts. The death toll currently stands at 54 after more bodies were found in the rubble yesterday. 86 people are still unaccounted for. An official at the Miami-Dade Fire Rescue told families of the victims that based on the facts, there was a zero chance of survival. Workers at the wreck site were luckily spared from Tropical Storm Elsa as it moved up the coast yesterday. Earlier this week, legal experts in Florida created a safety task force to review oversight laws of the state's condominium development industry to make sure a tragedy like this doesn't happen again. Yeah. Darnella Frazier, the teen who recorded George Floyd's murder, which contributed to a massive uprising against police brutality and racism, posted on Facebook that her uncle was killed in a car crash as a result of a Minneapolis police car chase. Frazier's uncle was in his car on the way to visit his girlfriend when he was struck by police pursuing a driver linked to multiple robberies and carjackings. Frazier wrote, quote, another black man lost his life in the hands of the police and questioned why police were even going on a high speed chase on a residential road. The Minnesota State Patrol is currently investigating whether the police car activated its emergency lights and siren, according to department policy, and will turn over its findings to the county attorney for review. Mm. Staying on our bad Olympics news beat, Tokyo is expected to declare a state of emergency to contain coronavirus infections lasting from next week till late August. This period includes the entirety of the games. Mm -hmm. According to Reuters, Japan's government is considering an all-out ban on all spectators at the Olympics. This means we might have to watch a fully applause-free opening ceremony, which we can compensate for by clapping extra hard at home. (laughs) Tokyo has been experiencing a drastic surge in COVID-19 cases, with the city reporting a two-month high of 920 new cases just yesterday. Only 15% of people in Japan have been fully vaccinated, which is way too large a gap to be closed by a new translation of Vax That Thang Up. (laughs) Despite all this and against advice from medical experts, the International Olympic Committee is still pushing ahead with its plans. I think it still should be translated um, (laughs) across the world either way. Um, The boat that challenged our assumptions that all boats move, the Ever Given, is back in open water again after spending more than three months held by Egyptian officials in the Suez Canal. The release comes after a settlement was reached between the Suez Canal Authority and the Japanese shipping company that owns the vessel. The Suez Canal Authority initially demanded $900 million for losses and damages that were incurred in the six days the Ever Given blocked the Suez Canal back in March, though it's not known what was ultimately agreed upon. Either way, it's safe to say this was one of 2021's most expensive fender benders so far. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I have to assume. Uh, (laughs) The Ever Given still is carrying around $600 million worth of goods, so it's on to its final destination of Rotterdam in the Netherlands. If you are an iceberg, large whale, Bermuda Triangle-type mystery spot, please move out of its way because it has been through enough already. Yes, in the words of another wonderful rapper, Christopher Ludacris Bridges, move, get out the way. (laughs) Exactly right. Uh, Those are the headlines. That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review. Don't impede the ever given and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just instructions on how to vax that thing up like me, What A Day (laughs) is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Travel Anderson. I'm Gideon Resnick. And, and thank, thank you, you juvenile. juvenile. Yeah, for your service. I will give you a medal. We deeply appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We do.
What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun and Jazzy Marine are our associate producers. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producers are Leo Duran, Akila Hughes, and me. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made in Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made in. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made in Cookware. Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador.